Hello and welcome to the One Man Renegade Podcast. I'm your host, Dion Bergreg B, and this is chapter 175. But more importantly, it is part three of the 2021 Movie Ranks Countdown. Yes, um, if you missed parts one and two, I would say head on over and check those out. Or, you know, go over and listen to those. You know, just scroll down on the, however you're listening to this, and find the previous two episodes and listen to those. If you haven't, um, I'll, I'll wait. Okay, we're done. I'm waiting. Yep. Okay. Good. Good. You, you've listened to seventy through uh, fifty-one. You're ready to ready to do, do number fifty to forty-one today. Movie getting a little bit better. A little bit better. Um, again, if you're not subscribed yet, the best way to do that, or the best way to listen to this podcast, I should say, is to subscribe either on Amazon, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or Stitcher. Uh, you can listen to them on the blog at razorvader.blogspot.com if you want. I would say it's a little easier on the on the apps and stuff, but you know, you can still do that. Go check it out. Uh, also follow me on Twitter and Instagram at one man renegade. Check out the Facebook page, one man renegade productions, which is also the name of the YouTube channel. One man renegade productions. Go over there, check that out, subscribe, uh, watch the videos, like the videos, share the videos, all that fun stuff. Um, and then also check out my Twitter, uh, my, sorry, eBay, uh, razor Vader, uh, is my, uh, name on, I don't have a store per se, but I have a bunch of stuff up for sale. Uh, it's mostly wrestling stuff, so as we get closer to WrestleMania coming up, you might want to gear up for WrestleMania, so go check out that stuff over there. Um, all right, so that's all out of the way. Now, before we start with the countdown, I guess I should do a spoiler alert because I didn't do that in the first episode. I feel like I should have. And yesterday, and in yesterday's episode, I mentioned it, but I was kind of partly into the thing. There are going to be some spoilers. I'm going to try not to spoil the movies completely, but I'm definitely going to mention some stuff that could spoil some stuff. So just be forewarned. Don't come complaining that I spoiled the movie for you. I told you. I told you. that. Um, I mean, I guess you don't know what movies I'm going to talk about, so whether or not I'm going to spoil them. But once I do say what they are, just know there might be some spoilers. All right. Um, so uh, now we're down. We're at number 50. So... You know, the movies start to get a little better than the previous couple of days. Although there's definitely movies in the couple last couple of days, especially yesterday, that weren't bad. They were just disappointing more so than anything else. And so, like, expectations weren't met and they kind of fell on the list as opposed to them just being straight up bad. But it's my ranks. These are my ranks, you know. So, for me, it's the... For me, it's the overall experience and enjoyment of watching the film. It was a good movie. Did it meet expectations? Um, was it a good time? You know? All that sort of things that are factored in. You know? Was the acting good? Was the plot good? Like, you know, certain elements that a lot of people might just be like, Oh, was, oh, was it a good movie? Yeah, it was good. Well, it was okay, but I had issues with this, this, and this. And I was expecting it to be this, and it wasn't this, and it, you know. So there's lots of factors I go into when making this list. So with that said, let's get going. Um, number fifty on my list. Um, it came out. Um. Oh, okay. Sorry. I had a. Oh, there we go. Um, I had scrolled too far, and I lost my list. All right, number fifty. Sorry, apologize. Um, came out October 29th on Paramount Plus, straight to Paramount Plus, so it wasn't in theaters. It was kind of a stealth drop. I didn't really know anything about it. All of a sudden, I started an ad for it. I'm like, wait, what? There's this. There's a new 
this um, it's only got 28 in Rotten Tomatoes and it's 37 IMDb or it's 37 uh, Metacritic 5.2 IMDb and it is Paranormal Activity Next to Kin now it's a paranormal activity movie so you kind of know what to expect you got the you know the found footage type esque you know sort of thing um this one was different than the other ones in that it doesn't really connect directly to the previous set of movies. Obviously, Next to Kin kind of says that they're moving on um, in terms of the storyline. I don't know that it won't at some point connect to the other movies. Like, it's just for purposes of this one, assuming they do more, it kind of just seems like, oh, they're establishing this new like set of of uh, you know kind of new set of people um so basically it's about this girl that finds like i think she was adopted but she finds out who her original or who her, her birth mom was so then she goes to try to find out more about her so she goes to this house with this family and they're kind of amish but not or you know or whatever they're like not quite it's in like Amish country but they're not quite Amish they're a little bit different and then obviously wacky things and crazy stuff starts to happen and it's all captured on you know video um and all sorts of crazy stuff happens and then it comes you comes your you know, typical uh paranormal activity with all the creepy people and stuff happening and and whatever else um but it wasn't bad. It wasn't great. Was it the best paranormal activity movie? Probably not. But was it decent? Yes. Was it a was it kind of what you're expecting? Sure. Um, it came out right for Halloween, so there you go. So that's why, even though maybe it wasn't the best, it's a little bit higher on my list, just because it it meet, met expectations for the most part. Um, it wasn't the best paranormal activity movie, no. But it wasn't bad. Um, so there you go. That's number 50. Uh, moving on, number 49. This movie came out August 13th. Uh, it made $10.6 million opening weekend, 32.7 um, uh, domestic, 47.3 worldwide, 44% uh, Rotten Tomato, 46 IM, uh, Metacritic, 6.1 IMDb. Got a B for cinema score I did not see in theaters, and it is Don't Breathe 2. Um... So, obviously, a sequel to the original Don't Breathe that came out a few years ago. I forget what year it came out, but um, that one was really good. I wonder where that was on my list. Hold on. I feel like it was pretty high on my list because it was actually really good. And because it was one of those movies where it's like you didn't know too much about it. You weren't expecting, to, you know, wasn't expecting too much from it because they didn't know too much about it. And then all of a sudden, it's like, oh, wait, this is really good. Um... But I don't know what year it came out, so I can't find it on my list. Um, was it that far back? Um, but anyways, um, maybe I didn't see it before I made my list. That could be. Uh, but obviously, you know, you're dealing with sequels, so um, you know that can be a tough act to follow. So this one is set, I mean, kind of spoilers for the first movie, but you know, this one is set um, eight years later. The girl from the end of the movie that 
you know, ends up with the guy. The guy you know, kind of takes the girl from the movie. Um, you know, they're living in this kind of town and they're kind of, ex- you know, recluse a little bit. And they they deal with, there's this one woman they kind of deal with. Uh, but they're kind of like, you know, she's not in school and they only go to town every once in a while. People kind of know who they are, but it's kind of like, oh, they, oh, those people live over there. They kind of mind their own business, blah, blah, blah. Well, then some people come and attack them and all sorts of craziness happens, similar to the first movie. You know, they're in this house and, you know, they're attacking and, and all that sort of thing. But then, you know, there's, you know, what's happening. We kind of find out, oh, wait a minute. Well... No, actually, yeah, this, not this. Uh, and the people that are attacking them, it's like, oh, yep, yeah, these are the people, you know. And they kind of find out more what's going on. Uh, and there's a bunch of back and forth, bought action, lots of violence. It's pretty violent, um, obviously, you know. And, and they deal with, obviously, the, all the the um, the blindness of it all because the, the character is blind. Um so wait, all right, let me see. Um, yeah, this came out... Oh, it was 2016, really? Okay. That was farther back than I thought it was. 2016, where did I have it? All right, so... 2016. Yeah, I had it number five. The original movie I had number five on my list. So the fact that this is number... Oops, I went too far. Uh, number... 49 on my list kind of tells you that yeah it didn't quite work for me now was it bad no but was it as good as the first one hell no um and also it suffers from being a sequel where it's like you know it's kind of like well we've seen this before you did it in the first one so it's like eh, it's not as interesting to some degree now obviously it continues the story and there's the the plot twist and whatever um a little bit from the you know the first thing. I mean, it is a sequel. I get it, but at the same time, it's like I don't know that that's enough to like kind of like bump it up enough. I mean, and you know, and and I say that, but also I you know obviously critics agreed. You know, given you know the first movie is eighty seven percent, seventy one, seven point two got a B plus. Well, I guess I guess that's no different. Um, oh, I guess a little bit different. That was B. Um, on, you know, so all the rankings are better. And I feel like a lot of people probably felt the same way. It's like, and it's tough, you know, when you're dealing with sequels, specifically to horror movies, because it's like, what else are you supposed to do? You know, that's kind of what it is. So you do a sequel, you're kind of doing the same thing again. But it's like, eh, I don't know. Um, but, um, yeah, so it's a struggle. And we're gonna we're gonna see can see we're gonna see that trend continue with the next movie too. So let's just move on and talk about it as well. So number forty eight uh, came out as a Universal movie. It came out. It did the sort of same thing with the HBO movies, the Warner Brother movies, but this was with Peacock. Came out same day Peacock and in theaters. But despite that, it still did make fifty nine million dollars. Or sorry, forty nine million dollars opening weekend. Ninety two um, domestic. One hundred and thirty one. Uh, worldwide 40 percent on rotten tomatoes 42 imdb or sorry 42 metacritic 5.6 imdb got a b minus uh cinema score i didn't see in theaters i just watched it on peacock uh it is halloween kills and again halloween the the, you know the 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 remake the reboot whatever you want to call it um was number three on my list in 2018 
I really liked it. That was really good. Um, you know, again, the across the board, the it had better, you know, numbers and stuff. Um, actually, opening weekend wasn't, but I mean, I'm, I mean, in terms of like Rotten Tomatoes and Metacritic and stuff. And you know, I don't go based off of those all the time, but they do give you kind of an idea of, you know, what people are thinking. And you know, kind of, I was thinking along the same lines. It wasn't good compared to the original. Well, not the original. Obviously the original, but the first movie. The first reboot movie. And obviously the first reboot movie is sort of a sequel to the original movie, but then forgets all the other movies. But then here's this movie, which kind of follows the plot of the original Halloween 2 a little bit, uh, with the hospital and stuff. And they bring back the kid... Uh, you know, they're bringing back the kid from, well, not, he's not, he's not a kid, but the, the kid that, um, um, sorry, sorry, um, what's his name? Now I'm blanking on his name. The, um, kid that she originally babysat in the first movie, uh, played by Anthony Michael Hall, um, he, I don't know. I, his character was kind of eh, and like the whole plot with the with the uh, hospital was. I was like, again, it was. They they did this in the original Halloween too, which I don't know if they were trying to play t- play homage to it. But wasn't there a reason you reconned all this stuff so you go off and do a different kind of movie? There are different you know ideas and with the movie. Obviously, you still got Michael Wire is gonna. Attacking people and killing people, that's going to happen. It's Halloween. But, um, you know, why are you revisiting then the Halloween in the hospital? Did that. It was Halloween 2. Done that. Recon that one. But I don't know. It just, I don't know. It just felt like it fell. It fell short. And again, it just felt fell short. It fell to that sequel thing again. It was like, well, you did the, you brought it back. You did the reboot. It was really good. A lot of people liked it. It did well. And now you got to do a sequel. What are you going to do? Oh, uh, yeah. I don't know. We'll see how Halloween ends. Um, does next year. I think it's supposed to, I think it's supposed to come out next year. Uh, obviously, Halloween Kills was supposed to come out two years ago. Or I guess... Yeah, 2020, I think it was supposed to come out. And then... I think, I think it was supposed to come out in 2020. And then Halloween ends. I don't know if that was originally supposed to come out 2021. Or maybe it was 2022. I think it's still slated for 2022. Um, I think. Pretty sure. Um, but we'll see. Uh, so hopefully they can end it on a good note. Because uh, this second one, eh, not so great. Given what the first one was. Alright, moving on uh, to number 47. Uh, it's an Amazon movie. Came out uh, October 8th. Uh, 62% on Rotten Tomato. 59 Metacritic. 5.3 on IMDb. Uh, no cinema score wasn't in theater, so I didn't see it. Obviously, uh, it is the manor. Um, so this one, you know, it was labeled somewhat better than some of the other movies that we've talked about uh, horror-wise. Um, I think they did a better job with it that way. Um, but basically, the movie is centered around this woman, woman, this older woman, who uh, you know you know, is getting old and like, obviously, you know, can't really, 
uh, I guess basically she can't live at home anymore. So they sent her to a home, you know. So she goes to this home and, you know, she's there and she's kind of settling in and meeting some people. But she's starting to realize there's something weird going on. Like she starts discovering this stuff and, you know, there's weird stuff happening and and her roommate keeps telling her this stuff going on. But no one's believing her. Everyone's kind of like, no, what are you talking about? Blah, blah, blah. So she kind of takes matters into her own hands and starts doing some recon, but they won't let her leave. And there's a bunch of, but then she kind of figures out, she figures out and then she finally gets her grandson to go along with it. And they kind of figure out what's going on. And, you know, there's some crazy sketchiness going on. Um, you know, it's not super scary or anything like that, but there are some horror elements to it. Uh, but, you know, it, 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 it kind of was what it kind of represented as opposed to these other movies that like, Oh, it's a horror movie, and then it's like, no, this isn't really a horror movie. This one this is sort of a horror movie, but more so in it, in it as how it was de- depicted. It's enough of a horror movie that it kind of works to kind of how it was laid out. So with that, it's higher up my list. You know, overall, was a great movie? Certainly not. It's still number 47 on my list, but it was not bad, you know. Um, you know, there's obviously some twists and turns involved in it, um, with with her trying to figure out the um, what's going on, you, you you learn some learn some of what's going on. You know that makes sense. Um, but yeah, with twists and turns for sure. Um, but yeah, overall, not bad, pretty good. Um, all right, next up, uh, number forty six. It came out December third. Um, it uh, I guess it just went straight to um, it's an R. R-I-J-E film. Um, it, uh, I think it just went straight to streaming or whatever, you know, on-demand type of thing uh, in the United States. But it did make $387,000 uh, worldwide. Uh, 65% I, Rotten Tomato, 52. Uh, Metacritic, 5.7. IMDb, no cinema score, didn't see in theaters. And it's Silent Night. So, I mean... <sighs> This one is interesting. It was an interesting one. So, you know, again, it's, you know, labeled as a horror film, but I wouldn't really consider it necessarily a horror film. Um, it's more or less kind of like a... I guess it's more of like a disaster film, if nothing else. Um, I, I guess that's how you explain it. So the, the plot of this movie is that this, this uh, English family... Um, all decide to get together um, at their old family house. Except for the mom, for some reason, she didn't show up. I, that, that part of it was weird. I'm like, wait, she just didn't show up? Like, they, they FaceTime her at some point. It's like, oh, why? Oh, yeah, that's cool. You're all there, blah, blah, blah. For some reason, she's not there. But basically, there's a war with Russia going on, and Russia released, uh, like, a... Uh, a nuclear something or other, whatever it was, and now there's this like fog rolling in that's gonna kill everyone. Uh, so they know it's gonna be the last night on Earth and together and blah blah blah. Um, and uh, you know it's kind of like them all dealing with each other and saying goodbye to each other and one last night together and kind of getting all the stuff out from you know all the 
all the years of all the stuff and and all that stuff. So it's kind of more of a family movie than anything else. But then there's some horror elements in terms of like, oh, well, what's going to happen? They're all going to die. Or disaster. I'd say it's more disaster than horror. But there's a little bit of a twist. I don't want to spoil it, but there's a little bit of a twist um, at the end. Um, so there you go. So not bad. I mean, it was all right. I mean, technically, I guess it's sort of a Christmas movie. I mean, they're all together for Christmas and they came out around Christmas time. So it's sort of a Christmas movie, but not the happiest of Christmas movies for sure. Uh, but there you go. Um, all right, moving on. Speaking of nights, um, this next movie came out on October 1st on Amazon. Um, uh, straight to Amazon, yeah. So no no box office. 70% Rotten Tomato, 5 point, no, 53 Metacritic, 4.2 IMDb. Uh, no cinema score. I didn't see it in theaters, obviously. Uh, it's Black as Night. Um, so yeah, this one um, basically it's about this girl, and she's trying to find her mom, and like her, you know, she's kind of estranged from her mom, like, and she's like, her mom's kind of a you know, a drug druggy, and she's living in this like projects, and she's trying to find her, and like you know get in contact with her and like talk to her or whatever and she's going to where she's living and she starts realizing there's something wrong with these people um and they're taking this kind of new drug or something or their drugs relates with stuff and it's basically turning them into like zombies so that's kind of like a zombie movie and then i don't know it's not bad it's it's again it's got horror elements but i wouldn't call it a horror movie for sure um but yeah, so then the, the kind of unraveling what's happening and what's going on and, you know, dealing with, you know, just surviving these, these, these crazy people that are all whacked out and everything, um, on this, on this stuff. Um, yeah, so not bad. Um, decent movie. Again, it's on Amazon, so feel free to check it out. Um, you know, so, some of these movies that are definitely worth checking out at this point um in the in the countdown so there you go black as night on amazon all right moving up uh to number 44 another amazon movie this one came out on december 17th well initially so some of these movies we're gonna get into some of these movies that then the initial the date i'm saying is the official date it was released for for award purposes but in some cases, they didn't like come out like fully until or on the streaming platforms until like later on. They might have had minor short runs in the theaters and stuff, or just had been like and stuff. I don't know. It's it's weird how they do it because the Oscars kind of changed the the parameters around what you needed to do to be um, uh, eligible. So obviously, the movie had to come out in officially in the year, but could just be like. Oh, like it's released on, you know, in three theaters in New York or something like that. And it, and it used to count. They kind of went away with that whole thing. But now it's still so because some of the streaming stuff, but some of the streaming ones still went into theaters. I don't, I don't know. It's kind of weird how they're doing it now. But, you know, so some of these movies, like, for instance, this one says it came out December 17th. But I don't think it actually actually was available on Amazon until like 
January at some point. Um, but anyways, it is, it's got 52% on Rotten Tomatoes, 53 Metacritic, 6.7 IMDb, no cinema score, uh, I didn't see in theaters. It is the Tender Bar. Um, yeah, so this one is, uh, it's a movie starring, well, Ben Affleck is a bartender. He owns a bar. Stretch for him, I think. <laughs> Uh, he's never been to a bar ever. Um, no, just joking. Sorry, Ben. Uh, and basically it's about this, uh, you know, his sister's son. Son? Yeah. Um, yeah, so his sister's son, um, who doesn't know his dad, basically kind of starts looking up to him and he kind of raises him. Uh, meanwhile, you know, his dad does show up and, you know, there's all sorts of like conflict with that and you know you kind of see him growing up and it's like as him as a as a little boy and then he grows up and he's older and then he goes off to college and stuff like that yeah it's it's a nice little story there's nothing crazy there's no no craziness to it it's just a it's a fine little movie you know you know it's the acting's pretty good uh ty sheridan plays the boy later on but um um uh, lily rabe plays the mom uh the um uh the grandpa is christopher lloyd that's right <laughs> uh so yeah not bad it's a decent cast it's, it's well acted um you know nice little story but nothing crazy like it's 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 an okay film but i mean there's a lot of nothing happening i suppose a little bit but yeah not bad um all right, what did I do here? I messed up. I messed up my numbers. No. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, moving on. Another Amazon film. How about that? We got uh, this one came out on uh, November fifth. Uh, again, it wasn't. It was on Amazon in the United States, but I guess it must have gotten released overseas in some theaters because it made $982,000 worldwide. 70% Rotten Tomatoes, 63 Metacritic, 6.8 IMDb. And this was The Electrical Life of Louis Wayne, um, starring Benedict Cumberbatch. Uh, So this one was interesting for a couple different reasons. Um, They shot it in four by or it was released. I don't know how they shot it, but they they released it in four by three uh, aspect ratio or one point three three to one aspect ratio. Which, if you're not familiar with that, that means it's kind of like old school television, old school TV, um, the full screen old school TV uh, um, thing. Which was weird. I'm like, why did they do that? And it's not the only movie that happened this year. I guess I didn't mention that with the Snyder Cut. The Snyder Cut was in that too. It has something to do with IMAX or something. I don't know. Some nonsense. But I was like, wait, why is this like this? This is weird. Um, but I guess it's one of those weird weird things now. It's like, well, TV shows aren't like that. TV's not like that. So it's weird to see it like that. Whereas back in the day, that's, you know, watched a movie on TV. It was always like that. Um, you know, you know, some occasionally you come across a movie that, didn't do that and it was like oh it's presented in letterbox form or or whatever they used to call it widescreen and they've had different names for it now it's just normal um or it's a one point 
what's it what is it 1.85 or whatever it is because then there's 2.33 so there's more technical aspects here but it was just weird to see this movie being like that in justice league as well and there's another movie coming up later on the list which had the same thing um and it's like well i don't know what the what's the purpose of that i don't i don't really quite understand now as far as this movie goes this movie is a bit weird it's about cats It's about, yeah, Benedict Cumberbatch plays this Louis Wayne guy, and he's got a thing with cats, and he, like, paints cats, and he makes cats, and he's got this whole thing with cats. Now, we show, they, you know, that's not the whole movie, but, like, we see him, like, you know, kind of, you know, uh, uh, growing, you know, him in his earlier part of his life. It's set in, like, the late 1800s early 1900s and we see him kind of you know grow up and through his life and then get old and stuff and there's you know kind of just this whole life he's a bit eccentric again you know he he, uh you know we we see you know he gets you know falls in love and gets married and the whole thing he grew up with a bunch of sisters and stuff and and whatever so i don't know he's kind of an interesting character i don't know if it's based off a real character or something or a real person or something i don't, I don't really don't know i didn't i didn't really look into the backstory of the movie i just like, oh this is it's got benedict cumberbatch so let me check it out i don't know why i said it like that um but yeah there's a lot to do with cats i was a little confused by that whole thing but like okay he's got a thing for cats i don't know it's all right but it's a little it's a little weird but it's, it's well acted and stuff so if nothing else uh, so yeah, that's number 43 on my list. Now moving on to number 42, uh, Universal Film came out on June 25th, uh, made $70 million opening weekend, 173 domestic, 726 worldwide, 59% Rotten Tomatoes, 58 Metacritic, 5.2 IMDb, B+, on CinemaScore I did not see in theaters, and it is F9 The Fast Saga. Yeah, so, I mean, The Fast Saga, I've enjoyed ever since I really kind of got into it. Um, the fifth one for me is probably still the best, but the sixth one wasn't bad. Seven was pretty good. Eight was all right. But nine is kind of where things, eh, I don't know. I mean, part of the issue here is that they spun off with Hobbs and Shaw with The Rock and Jason Statham. So then they have, you know, they, all right, well, what do you do? Those guys are gone. They bring back the other kid, the, 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 yeah, they bring back Han, who was supposedly dead, and Jason Statham killed him a while back, but then, apparently that was all a ruse, not a spoiler alert, um, I don't know, and, you know, then they have John Cena that comes in as uh, Vin Diesel's brother, I guess that's to fill the void for The Rock because The Rock wasn't in it. Uh, Jason, I don't want to spoil anything, but Jason Statham may, may have shown up. The Rock, no, not so much. Um, uh, but yeah, I mean, it's just, and then it's just another, you know, Fast and Furious film. Except this one, they go to space. Like, it gets really, really, really weird. And then, you know, Sharice uh, Theron's still involved like no one ever dies in any of these movies that's the problem 
Helen Mirren's involved too. And it's just like, I don't know. I don't know. It was too much. It was a little too much, a little, little too much for me. Um, you know, cause then, um, uh, what's her face is back too. I don't know if she was in the last one. I can't even remember. Um, but, um, Jordana Brewster, was she in, okay, well, cause that was kind of the thing, like, cause it was like, well, how is she going to be in the films if Paul Walker's nine? Cause like, that was the whole thing. They went off and went away. Like, yeah, she wasn't in, she wasn't in eight. Yeah. Okay. I didn't think she was. Um, but anyways, um, yeah, I mean, as far as the fast movies go, it's kind of middle of the road. Uh, certainly not one of the better ones but not the worst um uh i think they're doing a 10 maybe i think i don't know if they're ending with 10 i know they're doing a 10 i know vin diesel still wants the rock to come back but he the rock has most nothing to do with it i don't know if they're gonna do another hobbs and shaw or not or if he's just rock might just be done with the whole thing altogether. not really sure um he's gonna you know he's going into dc anyways with black adam coming up later on this year anyway so he's got stuff going on he's got he's busy he's got stuff going on so he doesn't necessarily need to be in the fast and furious movies anyways but yeah i mean a little disappointing given what did i give eight um what year was eight (laughs) i don't remember what year eight came out came out um, no, Hobbs and Shaw came out in 2009. I gave that 24. What What did I rank Fast 8? Yeah, I had that in 20... It was 2017, I had it at 22. So, I mean... Yeah, I mean, definitely a downgrade from the previous um, pre- previous ones. Like, Furious 7, I had at number 10. My, you know, so definitely, uh, certainly uh, lower on my uh, ranks than the previous two. Or previous three, I guess, if you count Hobbs and Shaw. So, yeah, definitely a downgrade. Um, uh, unfortunate, but uh, it is what it is. Um, all right, um... And coming in at number 41, so it's the last movie for today. We'll round out today's video with number 41. Uh, this was another Amazon but slash Paramount movie. Again, it was supposed to come out in theaters. Amazon, I'm oh, sorry, Paramount was supposed to release it. Then they decided, nope, we're going to sell off the distribution rights to Amazon, even though they could have released it on Paramount Plus. I don't, yeah, again, don't know what Paramount was doing. They weren't thinking very well. But this movie came out March 4th. Um, Last year, obviously, uh, 2021. Uh, 49% Rotten Tomato, 52. Uh, Metacritic, 5.3 IMDb. Obviously, no cinema score, no box office numbers or anything like that. Didn't see it. There's coming to America, as opposed to coming to America, coming to the number America. Now, this movie I had zero expectations for. This movie I thought was going to be absolutely garbage. And it ended up being, not being that bad. That's why it up number 41 on my list like if i went into it guy, oh i'm so excited for coming to america and i watched it i probably would have disappointed and it probably would have been a lot lower on the list but given that i didn't expect much from it it was somewhat okay it gets a little bit of bump because of that so number 40 41 i mean coming to america it's 
Hattie Murphy's back. Uh, Arsenio Hall, you know, back. You know, it was was interesting to see Arsenio Hall. So basically now it's like the kind of reverse of coming to America, but they got to come back to America. Yeah, so I don't know. It's like the daughter getting married, but they have to go meet the people in America, and then they go back, and yeah, I don't know. it's, It's not great by any means, but it's got some laughs in it. It's definitely better than I anticipated it being. So, you know, for that, it gets a little bit of bump and ends up a little bit higher uh, on the list than it should, than I normally would have been. Or if I was just judging it based off the movie itself, it probably would have been lower on. But given that um, didn't have much in terms of expectations for it, um, I, you know, it's higher up on the list than it probably could have been or should have been. Uh, in that regard but anyways that's going to do it for today uh come back tomorrow when we'll do uh 40 through 31 as we get closer and closer to the top movies for my top movies ranked for 2021 uh again if you haven't subscribed yet please do on amazon spotify uh stitcher or apple Podcasts. and then tomorrow be ready to go to listen to the new um the new chapter and the countdown continues. So thank you everyone for listening. Talk to you tomorrow. Bye.